is the Nerd Talkalypse Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything nerd. We provide the latest and greatest from trending pop culture and fandoms alike. So take a break from killing zombies with your lightsaber, hang up your cape and cowl, and hop onto the Hogwarts Express and ride your way over to Geek Down to fight our gym leaders and hosts of the show, Lane Stipe and Deej Penhollow. What is up, nerd enthusiasts, and thank you for joining us for drumroll, please. <laughs> Episode seventy-eight of Nerd Talkalypse. <laughs> On this week's show, special guest Theo Whipple. Hi, guys. I'm returning guest, I should say. Well, yeah, something like that. I'm taking a break from my normal voice acting activities to come help you guys out. <laughs> and uh, sex on operator. <laughs> and on. <laughs> On this week's show, we are doing some new, you know, new showrunners for The Walking Dead, more bat, more Batfleck bullshit, Shazam casting, Hugh Jackman, and some Venom conversation. And Theo is going to show us his sex talk voice. I will not. One eight hundred Wet Theo. Uh, no, that is not how that works. That's seven nut letters, though. It is, but no. <laughs> Proud of your math skills, there, Lane, but no, still no. So we have a main discussion of Kingsman 2, The Booyaka. Golden Circle. I know that's not normally in our repertoire. It's not, I don't know if people would call it nerdy, but... Hey, it, it was, was a comic It was book. a comic. Then it was, yeah! It was very, it was very it popular. Fits right in. It fits right in. Yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> it is, I believe it's of the Millar world. Uh, I'm not sure of that. I don't know what that, that is. That would be Miller world. we would need to work on. I think it is. I'm pretty positive. He wrote Kick-Ass. He also wrote Huck. Huck? Yes. I love Huck. Huck and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And a lot of things. I yeah. think that's who it is. Did that shit end, Huck, or did you not get him anymore? I think or? it ended. Oh, man. I really don't know. It was a limited run. I he hope, only does... I hope he always does again. limited runs, this guy. So that, that was it? That was all it ever was going to be? Yeah, it's a Netflix show coming out. Interesting. And Huck is? Yes. Why didn't you tell me this? I, Why is that this just now? No, because we've talked about it. No, we have not. On the show. Nope. Find I'm, it. <laughs> I, you find it. I Proof find or didn't it. have I would it. remember if you told me Huck... Was gonna have a show. Oh God! <laughs> never said that. Guys, I'm so sorry. This is Power Ranger, the Power Rangers bet all over again. <laughs> I will bet you something, <laughs> not money, because that doesn't matter. Just the friendly bet. Just the <laughs> no. We have to do something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want you to decide either because I'm streaking mid February in Pennsylvania. Spicy there you go. Or anything oh. like that. No. All right. All right. You with the other takes the other out to Red Lobster. All right. Well, that's a win-win regardless of who wins there. Yeah, All right. It's either a $60 bill for him or for me. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Well, go on, the, go on Crab Fest. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. I believe that's coming up anyway. Anywho. We just had Shrimp Fest. So nice. So quick couple announcements. Uh, T-shirts back up in the Teespring shop. So head over to teespring.com slash Nerdtalkalypse to order your Nerdtalkalypse podcast We've already t-shirt. sold millions, so get yours now. <laughs> no, we haven't sold one, have we? We're going to put up a new design up there in a, in, in a little bit of time. So you guys oh, can get that one. You. Oh, yeah. It should be pretty cool. And as always, uh, head over to our Patreon.com slash Nerdtalkalypse to help support the show. Uh, we will have some more perks announced soon once we decide what those are going to be. Um, Theo's sex talk voice uh, again. No, <laughs> you want ten free minutes with Theo Whipple. No. <laughs> All right. So this this next thing here, uh, non nerdy slash nerdy recommends. Do you have any for yourself, Lane? You started reading Ready Player One. Yes, dude. Six chapters in, fucking fantastic already, dude. Great author. I love it. Fuck yeah. And I always know when I'm going to read a good book because I've stopped books chapters in because I knew I couldn't. I just didn't mm-hmm. like it. I, yeah, I've actually heard good things about Ready Player One, and of course the movie's coming out. Um, that's why. That's why we uh, DJ took it open. I am downloading it onto my Kindle. I, I am downloading. I it. recommend it. Um, like it. Well, see, here's what I. Well, I owe Theo twenty dollars if he doesn't love it. 
You'll love it. I'm sure, okay. no, I'm sure that you'll love it. <laughs> well, okay. I, 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 I told him I'd personally deliver him $20 cash if he didn't love it. Okay. Um, but see, I'm, I'm going to do something uh, interesting uh, because usually uh, the movie He's going to make an audio way. tape with his sex talk voice. Okay, get over the sex talk voice, Lane. This is not happening. All right, last time. That's it. Okay. Uh, no, I'm actually going to watch... I, I'm going to have it downloaded on my Kindle, and then after I go watch the movie, because I've been told I'm going to see this movie whether I like it or not. Uh, my movie buddies are insistent. Um, uh, after I watch the movie, I'm going to go back and read the book because I don't want uh, to read the book and be super stoked for the movie and then be all disappointed when the movie changes everything. That's a good I'd rather point. see the movie, be awesome, be completely stoked about the movie, and then go read an awesome book. Well, yeah, um, I was initially worried about that, like a big time, but I, I, wa- I recently watched like a, a, a Comic-Con panel like with the, the author was right there, Steven Spielberg was right there, Steven Spielberg recorded this? I yeah, mean, Steven Spielberg is the director of the movie. Directed it, yeah. But yeah, and they were both kind of like sitting there being like, look, there are some changes that had to be made because of copyrights yeah. and things like that. So like, like without, there, there's like a big portion of the movie, like or of, the, of the book toward the end where a giant robot is involved and I won't say anything more. I could see that a lot of copyright issues with it because they reference like all the culture that we've, uh, like Star Wars and this, and they reference yeah. all. Yeah, well, from what Deej was telling me, uh, they referenced Gary Gygax and Dungeons and Dragons, like, D&D, all yeah. the fucking time. Yeah, they, they, because he was a big, uh, 80s guy. Well, Gary, and I'm sorry, there are still cults to Gary Gygax, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so like, and, he, and that's here's next level. No, no, it really is. There's like a, there's like a, a there's a, there's a, a portion of the book involves a giant robot, and that's that's all I'm gonna say. But in the book, is that the Iron Giant? In the book, he passes over the Iron Giant. Uh. He mentions it, but in the movie, the Iron Giant is. They they said in the panel the Iron Giant plays a huge role. So I'm assuming that they just rotated him out. So he's the robot. So he's the yeah. So Iron Giant's gonna be the robot. So like, whatever you know what I mean like. I, it, yeah, so that doesn't ruin too much. Yeah, it doesn't ruin anything. So it's just they're probably going to be some certain changes in here, here and there. But like from what I can see from the trailer, there's already things that I've spotted that I didn't think were going to be there, and there's also things that are in the trailer that I'm I'm 100 positive <laughs> did not happen in the book. So I don't have any fucking idea what that's going to be. But that kind of excites me as a fan of the book. Now it's a lot like the things that I liked about The Walking Dead before it fucking went ahead and ruined everything for us. Um, just recently, yeah, just recently. But I, like, I like the changes that they were making. That you know, <laughs> I think I'm still stuck somewhere in the middle of season two on this. Oh, don't even worry honestly. about it. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's like at this. You're point, about nope. to find out. Okay, everything that fucking went wrong. <clears throat> if you're all right, all right with that. Well, um, since I'm here, do I get a recommendation? Absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm okay. gonna ask you next. Um, I'm actually uh, while I was downloading uh, Ready Player One, um, I had read a, a series of books uh, by Mercedes Lackey, and um, she writes uh, high fantasy books. Uh, a very good kind, kind of. Uh, well, the Baltimore books. Oh, yeah, that, that's oh, that's where that oh, world yeah, is. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I downloaded. I want to say the majority of the Baltimore series. Um, so, if you are a fantasy nerd and want some good fantasy to read, I highly recommend Mercedes Lackey. And the cool thing is, the really cool thing is, she writes all of the songs that appear that she mentions in the book, and there are actually people that have performed them on YouTube. Interesting, and they are phenomenal. She actually writes, composes. Music. Yeah, uh, that was that was what she did before she was a book author, and she still does that occasionally. What apparently. a skill set, man! Yeah. I know it's fabulous. Um, so yeah, uh, if you're looking to geek out in some uh, some fantasy worlds with magic and swords and bows and arrows and some yeah. really wacky other shit, pretty much D and D in a book. Uh, it really is, and it's fabulous. Yeah. Um, the characters are real and well rounded. 
Um, they experience real emotions and uh, eventually the, the three books that I have already read, I fell in love with the main character and never fell out of love with the main character, which happens so many times in things oh, like Harry Potter and <clears throat> the Twilight series was a good book. I don't care what you say. I've read all the, I, dude, the I've Twilight read those books series. like nine times a piece. I love the, Twilight The Twilight books. series. Hey, we're proprietors yeah, of the, the, I haven't the, read the Twilight series. I love the Twilight series. Uh, not bad. Fuck the uh, haters. Fuck you guys. I'm sorry. The movie shouldn't have been made yet. They, they should have waited on the movie. Yeah, they went. They went and they had ex- and they had some casting things. I don't think our Pat's. Sorry, he's a great actor, but he Cedric Diggory should not have been Edward. <laughs> I'm sorry, that shouldn't have been a thing. Um, <clears throat> so uh, yeah, uh, Mercedes Lackey's uh, Voldemort series, uh, and there's quite a few of them. We're <laughs> so. actually playing D and D game in that world, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, psychic courses and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, psychic courses and lots and lots of snow at this point. But lots anything else, sir? Goldberg's Goldberg's is fucking hilarious, man. Like that's yeah. Speaking of fucking uh, Ready Player One, the Goldberg's takes place in the eighties about a kid growing up with his family. It's hilarious for one, but then they reference every, and every time I watch that show, they reference something about that I just saw in that show in the fucking book. Like, <laughs> Like, I watched that episode of Ferris Bueller. I read that chapter that night. They fucking mentioned Ferris Bueller. I'm like, what? Yeah. It blows my mind. Yeah, all the time, man. It's crazy. It's going to happen because wow. like, uh, what was the other one? Family Ties. Yeah, they were like talking about Family Ties on that show, and then I started that book, and then he just was talking about fucking Family Ties. And I'm like, what the fuck? Well, apparently the and, 80s and were universal. Okay. I mean, and it takes place in the year 2045, so it's... The 80s were really universal. The 80s makes a comeback in, in Ready Player One. Hey, I'll, I'll have you know there are some people that... Uh, believe that the 80s are coming back, but the people in the know, they, they know the 80s never really died. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's true. Also, the good music and shit, all that shit. I know. Yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a huge portion of, of Ready Player One that involves the band Rush. And I'm just like, wow. Like, I, that's not something... It's not so, It's not often you come across a book that... It, that Holiday likes Rush. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Anyway, anyway, let's you let's go ahead and move that. in here to. Uh, I don't want to read all that Walking Dead. Uh, yeah, I'll read it to the Walking Dead That's news. That's a lot, dude. I'm just gonna skim over some shit. This sucked. This sucked. That sucked. That's it. That's Pretty much. So, know. season nine has been renewed for the Walking Dead, which took a long time, but it's officially been I renewed. Did, I did read that. Um, and longtime showrunner Scott Gimple is out as showrunner, and Angela Kang has been promoted from the writing room to showrunner. However. Before we all jump for joy and shout hooray, Scott Gimble has not been <coughs> fired. No, sir. He has been promoted as well. He will now oversee production on both Fear, The Walking Dead, and The Walking Dead. So the fun hasn't stopped. On that note, Robert Kirkman himself has come out of the woodwork to make a statement about Carl in a total crock of shit interview. <laughs> He's This shit b- pisses me off. He's such a fucking sellout for doing this, and I hate it. What'd he do? First of all, he's suing... The Walking Dead for all sorts of shit. He's not oh, in the he's writing room. AMC. AMC. He's suing AMC for all sorts of shit. He's not in the writing room of The Walking Dead anymore. So all of a sudden, he just decides to come out and and talk justify about justify their bullshit and justify them <coughs> killing Carl, which is fucking retarded. Because Carl's alive now in the comics, and he's a humongous part. <laughs> well, I mean, it's Carl. So, but they, yeah. at the end of the, in the mid-season finale, he ended with a bite on him. Oh, seriously? Yeah. yeah. Fucking Dumb. retarded. Oh man. Well, I mean, I I realized that at one point they were they weren't trying to follow the comics exactly. Yeah, but that, that I mean exactly than that, but that that's too much. You know, he would take he plays that's way, way too much of a role. 
in the coming upcoming so- or, 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 arc or saga, whatever. You well, maybe it. they'll change the entire saga then. Well, that the, the, they mentioned that they're gonna st- they were gonna skip the entire whispers. You know, th- they said that was some, that's, somewhere. I, yeah, and, and it's just stupid. it's just dumb. It's so dumb. And even there's even understandably so actors fan favorites such as Daryl Dixon. Yeah, um, have stated like he just came out at a con. And basically told somebody, he's like, I am desperately unhappy with them doing that. Yeah, it's stupid. Which is, so they're pissing off everybody else in, in the process, which is, it's just so dumb. I don't well, it's understand. A surefire, it's a surefire way to uh, disenfranchise your fan base. Yeah. But there's another theory that since Judas is alive, she died in the comics. Yeah. That they're going to replace her. And she, she is aging at a ridiculous rate. Like last season, last season, she was like a baby. And then now she's like a toddler. In the same amount of time that Maggie's been pregnant. And hasn't Maggie even gotten hasn't a bump. Got a pregnant bump yet? That's weird. Yeah, yeah. it's. I mean, kids weird. kids definitely grow quickly. But yeah, but not, not from that like, quickly. Uh, practically an infant to a a toddler girl that can talk and has like a full head of hair and full teeth. Like, like well, maybe the, maybe the zombie virus in her blood is accelerating her growth. I mean, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's something they could explore. Who knows? Uh, Anyways, not that I'm de- not that I'm defending. Again, I'm still stuck back somewhere in season two. She's I half, can't get out of she's it. She's a half vampire, half human. Oh, is that how it's going to be? Yeah, they age fast, you know, like in Twilight. Well, God, I hope Anyway, not. <laughs> to, to skim <laughs> over some of this the stuff. The Walking Dead should not be. Robert Kirkman basically said, <laughs> as soon as Scott brought up the possibility of killing Carl a year ago at this point, said Kirkman, who was also an executive producer on the show, um, at first, I w- he said, quote unquote, at first I was kind of like, well, that's a big one, you know? I might have had a little bit of trepidation, but once he laid out to me exactly what his long-term plans were and the things that came out of it, and the things that led to it, it was something I got on board with, which is, well, I don't like that at all. I don't, I don't know why he would fucking do that. I mean, that could that. be a good thing because maybe, maybe he's not being a sellout and he truly believes it'll work. I, I mean, it, uh, in one of the previous interviews, I believe he was a- actively quoted as saying, whenever we thought things were getting too slow, we killed off a fan favorite. It just, just killed, it's we a weird choice. It's a super weird choice. I mean, I'm kind of glad that it it, it does kind of show that there's no plot armor because I hate plot armor in stories. Yeah, so, you know, like you could you always say like, like if, if Rick's in a dangerous situation, be like, well, Rick won't die. He's in the he's, he's in it. Like, yeah, because like, we know from the comics. But that's yeah, and then that's by plot armor, yeah. You know? But this is we've been told time and time again that this is Carl's story. Like, over and over again, even with the TV. Uh, well, the comic maybe, books, his, mm-hmm. maybe it's time for Carl's story to come to an end. Yeah, I don't know. What, maybe, maybe what that means is that the next season will, in fact, be the last one. And it'll be Carl fighting to fighting off the disease long enough to do some really cool shit. Or it takes only days. That would be a long season. Yeah. I don't know. know. But they're that's... Gonna, they're gonna do, maybe he'll be, like, immune or some weird shit like that. I don't know. But, I mean, that's... So it can become the last of us instead. <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> it's pretty much the gist of everything. It's just, like... Justifying everything that's been yeah, done, and, and I don't know, it, it's irritating. But whatever, that's yeah. it for Walking Dead news. Next up is news from the halls of justice. Perfect. <laughs> I always try to say it like that, but you have a better voice than me. So. <laughs> well, I mean, hey. <laughs> You know, all that practice from that job. <laughs> I told you, let this go, Lane. Let this go. I'm never going back to that. All right. So, new rumor once again points to the Batman being a standalone, but there's good news for Batfleck fans. Get your grains of salt ready to take. 
Take this with a grain of salt, I think, what is what that's supposed I, to say. I believe so. <laughs> that makes more sense. <laughs> We've heard sense. numerous times in the past that Matt Reeves, the Batman, could be a standalone movie set apart from the DC film universe, and now a new report sheds some light on that and Batflex's future. I hate when there's no, like, quotation. <laughs> oh, punctuation? Like, qu- like commas and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that would be punctuation, yes. Oh, I said it wrong? Yes. Slip. Like, quote, quote, whatever. It works Eng- for us. English was not my anyway. best suit. It was an Asian <laughs> of some sort. We're a little under two weeks into 2018, and we still have no idea what's going on with the Batman. <laughs> See, like it says, no idea what's going on with the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Reeves has revealed that he has a story in place, but there's still no script, and Justice League's disappointing performance, both critically and financially, has left Ben Affleck's future in doubt as well. Shit. Now, a new report claims to provide an update on where things stand, and it's a mixture of good and bad news. For starters, it's implied that the Batman will not be connected to the DC Films universe, and will in fact be standalone similar to that movie revolving around the Joker that Warner Brothers has planned. That's going to be weird. How can you make a movie with Batfleck and not be part of the movie that Batfleck is in? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I mean, maybe they're trying to make it a standalone so that they can survive the future. Because they're trying to go back to the good old days of Batman. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine with that, but, I mean, the fact that if, like, Superman and them won't exist in that universe, that's weird. It is. You know, they don't have to be in it. They don't, because they don't, even in the comic books, they, like, <laughs> there's even the the Green Lantern Corps. Yeah. That says they are, they have control over the entire galaxy. Yeah. Except Gotham. What? That has been stated, no, it's been stated in the comic book, you know, they have said they have made it, Batman will not allow it. The Green Lantern Corps has jurisdiction over everywhere in the entire universe or galaxy, whatever they th- their quadrant. Yeah. Except Gotham. Gotham <laughs> fucks their day up. Okay. <laughs> because Batman won't allow it, he takes care of Gotham. So that, I mean, so I mean, uh, I mean <laughs> if if anyone's going to look at the Green Lantern Corps and say no, it's it's going to be Batman. Yeah. Like I think I read somewhere like one of the Green Lanterns was like from their thought they were talking about. Well, we got to ask Batman for permission to come into Gotham or something like that. Like it's weird. I was like, what? Well, Some of the most powerful beings. Once again, once again Batman. <laughs> who wants to fuck with that? Not not even the Green Lantern nope, Corps. Nope. Even I mean, even Superman thinks twice. Yeah. So I, I just thought that was <laughs> he's funny. freaking so, Superman. But the point is, is they don't. You know, when you're you know when when there's like a Batman issues and shit like the other superheroes don't really come there unless. Unless Darkseid's attacking Gotham, maybe I'm sure Superman would have to come and help. Because <laughs> Batman's great and everything. Yeah, but uh, I'm pretty sure uh, Batman got b- uh, backhanded by Darkseid a couple times. Yeah, most definitely. But, I, I mean, there's no way Batman could ever beat him. Yeah, he, doesn't have a, he doesn't have, like, the weakness of Kryptonite. And, you know, the weapons would not ever work on him. Give Batman enough time. <laughs> Give Batman some time. So, uh, as a result, it's easy to imagine Reeves recasting Affleck and starting from scratch. So that, all right, that would make more sense. However, there still is some hope for fans of his Cape Crusader. Warner Brothers reportedly wants to give him a send-off in either Suicide Squad 2 or Flashpoint. Uh, Batfleck? Yeah. Like we thought. Yeah. Like when Flashpoint changes everything, it'll, it'll be a new Batman at the end of the movie. That'd be weird. Yeah, but no, I don't agree with... There's another story coming up here. The former is scheduled to start shooting this fall, while the latter remains very much up in the air. So if Affleck is anxious to call it quits, that would be a good place to make it happen. How will it all end up playing out obviously remains to be seen. It is, however, mentioned that Flashpoint has a part defined for Batman, so it would probably make sense to wait for that. Whether or not Affleck is willing to obviously remains... Wait. Whether or not Affleck is willing to obviously remains to be seen. Right. So, speaking of Flashpoint, 
the movie has finally, after all of these years, found a fucking director. Years? It's been like at least two years. After all of these two years. Uh, so, Flashpoint finds directors in the Spider-Man Homecoming scribes of John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. Hmm. Warner Brothers has enlisted Game Night directors John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein to helm their upcoming Flashpoint standalone film, which will star Ezra Miller in the lead role. Variety is reporting that Warner Brothers has entered negotiations with John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein to helm their upcoming uh, Ezra Miller. I hate how they do that in the news stories. Yeah. Reiterate the same thing twice right in a fucking row. Let's drive the point home, I guess. I know. Drives me nuts. According to their report, WB's first choice for director was actually the Batman himself, Ben Affleck. Um, But for whatever reason, the two-time Academy Award winner decided to pass, and the project ultimately went to Daly and Goldstein. Robert Zemeckis of Back to the Future fame was also said to be in the running, but it appears as though the studio was not interested in waiting for his schedule to clear up, which would have been awesome. That would have been so fucking cool to see. Yeah. I would have loved that. He would have done so well. A production start date remains unset since Miller is still in the midst of filming Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. But Yeah, dude. <laughs> I cannot wait. But Joby Harold uh, of Robin Hood, King Arthur, and Legend of the Sword fame did recently turn in a new draft of the screenplay after a page one rewrite. Daly and Goldstein are probably best known for helming their critically re- uh, re- reviled vacation reboot. I love that fucking movie. Well, the original vacation was fabulous. I didn't actually see the reboot. The reboot was great. I loved it. Charlie Day is just he makes anything good. Okay. Um and two of the or as and as two of the screenwriters of Marvel's Spider Man Homecoming, which was the biggest superhero movie of twenty seventeen. Um they also penned the scripts of Horrible for Horrible Bosses, the Incredible Burt Wonderstone, which was fucking hilarious. This is how I hammer a nail. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that movie. That movie. Uh, no, I have Steve Carell and Jim Carrey. It, you just made put it on my list. <laughs> it is fucking. There's this one scene, man. I had to rewind multiple times. It was hilarious. Like that is one of the funniest things I have ever seen in any movie. Absolutely. Hilarious. And uh, 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 Steve Buscemi is also in it. He's, really? Yeah, he stands. He stars alongside uh, Steve Carell as the two like Sigmund and Freud or not Sigmund and Freud. Is that who they are? The Tiger guys? Yeah. Um, pretty sure. Yeah, so there it's like a spoof on them, and then Jim Carrey on the other it's hand is like Chris Angel. It's like Chris Angel spoof. It's fucking hilarious, Dude, man. You gotta just watch the movie. Okay. Oh, it's it so is. funny. Oh. Uh, <laughs> he did. He also did Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs two, Horrible Bosses two. I had a Flashpoint. They have the Jason Bateman Rachel McAdams comedy Game Night slated to hit Is that all good movies? Like yeah, you know, he, that, that was, none of those are bad. Yeah. So interesting. So Flashpoint finally has a director. Okay, so this. This here is the thing that I do not enjoy. Rumor. <coughs> Batman wrote... What? <laughs> he can't even speak. Batman role is Jake Gyllenhaal's if Ben Affleck walks. Wait. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal? Batman. Really? I can't see that. No, me neither. Not even a little bit. It will take me out of it. Matt I mean, Re- <laughs> that, that'd be worse than bat nipples. <laughs> I'd rather have Clooney. Right? <laughs> Clooney at Clooney's age right now, he could probably do it better. Yeah, that is a <clears throat> weird choice. Clooney could, Clooney could die today, be dead three years in the grave, and still do a better job at playing Batman. Yeah, that's pretty much all that. <clears throat> please don't die, George Clooney. As far as that's, this goes, please don't like die. It's, it's just that's, all this just reiterates the same thing that we already that, uh, said in the. Uh, that's weird, thing. but yeah, that's uh, 
Matt Reed's first choice is Jake Gyllenhaal after if you know if, if Affleck How is walks. that anyone's first choice? I would never. I don't he's good in the roles he does for sure, but I can't see him as Batman. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't. I don't. Maybe as a maybe as a C list Batman villain, but not. Yeah, he'd be like a decent. He'd villain. be a pretty decent Nightwing. Maybe. Eh. No. I I know I still like uh what's it? I will always like uh, Drake Bell. Oh yeah, yeah. I think Drake. he would be a look because just by his look, he looks perfect. Yeah, yeah. to be Nightwing. He'd like be cool. his the, the mock-up they did of him, like the fan yeah. shit, it looked absolutely awesome. Yeah, I've seen that actually. So, it's, oh, so it's cool. good stuff. Well, this next one's really nice. I like this. Speak. It, it fits well. It fits in well with today's episode since we're doing Kingsman Two. Uh, Mark Strong, who I forget his name in the movie, Merlin. He played Merlin in Kingsman oh, Two. Oh right, yeah. He's officially been cast as Doctor Savannah. In Shazam. What? Yeah. Oh, that's going to be awesome. So I like Shaz- that guy. Shazam star Mark Strong talks here about the role of Dr. Savannah and promises he will be... Go- he is going to be one of the most despicable superhero movie villains we've ever seen. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so during a recent interview uh, for Kingsman the Golden Circle, uh, star Mark Strong confirmed that he is indeed playing Dr. Savannah. Um, the film... Or the movie starts shooting next month. And uh, won't be using Black Adam as the primary antagonist. So he was ne- the next best choice and should make for an interesting foe. So why did he sign on to Star? Well, he said he had unfinished business with the DC Universe. For all of you who don't remember, Mark Strong played Sinestro in the Green Lantern movie. Did he really? Was that... Oh my god, it was. With, with Ryan Reynolds. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, he said, quote, this is all quotes from him. So he says, I'm playing an evil bastard called Dr. Savannah. They're always the best characters to play, the most fun. He recently revealed, I was Sinestro in Green Lantern, which I thought was a rather good film. But it didn't do what they wanted. So I feel like I've got unfinished business in the DC world. (coughs) I played a pretty evil character in that, and he was meant to get even worse in the second one. But that never happened. But I think I'm going to get that chance to do that in Shazam. He said, I hope so. After explaining that the movie is shrouded in secrecy, Strong went on to reveal that he, he's he been doing a lot of training, so chances are that we'll see him in battle with Shazam on the big screen. He said, I've been training like a madman. I'm going, or I'm about to go over and see the stunt guys. I've been trying all of these harnesses on, and I think I'm going to be doing lots of flying around, firing electricity out of my hands. Fuck yeah. I, yeah, dude, it's awesome. See, I wouldn't have put... Because he has he had a lot of makeup on us in that yeah. show. You yeah, yeah. With the ears and, you know, the raised forehead and all that shit. Yeah. But it's, that's, that's definitely that's, him, though. That's crazy. I didn't... I would never have... Jeez. I forgot about that. Um, anyway, so, so yeah, he said he's going to be, you know, flying around in a harness, firing a lot of electricity out of his hands and shit. That'll be awesome to see. He also went on to say it's a funny film. Um, it's about a young boy who can become a superhero but still remains a young boy. So there's elements of, of big... There's elements of Stranger Things. Because I think originally the comic outsold Superman in the 1940s. Shazam? Yeah. <clears throat> so right here I have... I, I mean, don't know. he sort of remains a boy, but you also got to remember he has, like, the wisdom of... Uh, there's, what, the speed of... The, the, the strength of Hercules. Solomon. The wisdom of Solomon or something like that. Yeah, something like that. You know, so he still has the wisdom and intelligence of adults. I mean, yeah, he's sure still a kid, but he doesn't think... You know, he, he has the ability to think deeper... Wisdom of Solomon, Strength, strength of Hercules, of Hercules yeah. Stamina of Atlas, Power of Zeus, Courage of Achilles, Speed of Mercury. Yeah. 
So yeah, let's see here. What is it with DC Comics and the Greek gods? Like I don't know. they're literally everywhere. Yeah, because they because like, uh, Wonder Woman also like Zeus and. Yeah, well, Ares even and... in, even in the Justice League cartoons, the Greek gods kept showing up. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I was trying to see if there's oh an ability. So yeah, Doctor's Fauna, genius genius level intellect, brilliant inventor, skilled manipulator, and strategist. Um, also some can apparently fire fire lightning. Lightning. I know. It looks a lot like the guy from fucking Gotham that we saw. The Dennis guy. Yeah. Very interesting. So that'll be cool. You have we have that to look forward to pretty soon. More news? Yep, just a little bit. News from the Avengers Tower, Guardians of the Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three will be coming in 2020, according to director James Gunn. Sweet. Yep, just a little tidbit there. Uh, Sebastian Stan, aka the Winter Soldier slash Bucky Barnes, <coughs> said he sat next to Hugh Jackman at the Golden Globes and they had a conversation about him returning as the Wolverine for Avengers. After the Disney Fox merger, Mr. Sebastian Stan asked Jackman if he'd quote unquote see him soon. And Jackman reportedly says, I've been thinking about it, but I don't know. So surprisingly, the Avengers crossover is on his mind after reportedly not not being on his mind whatsoever after Logan finished its run. So he did yeah. say that was the only way he would ever come back. Yeah, I mean, probably never expected it to actually happen. Yeah. And Disney's like, fuck that, it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> right? Deadpool 2 has officially had its release date pushed up a full two weeks. It will now release on May 18th. That's just one week ahead of Solo Star Wars Story. So that's nice. Uh, some new rumors surfaced. They're now saying that the Fox X-Men movie slated for the near future might even get canceled. Um, earlier this past week, New Mutants was pushed forward to have a 2019 release date, and the now Dark Phoenix movie might get pushed even er, as well, but now they're saying both might be straight-up canceled. Uh, Marvel Disney have... Yeah, I don't care well, either. I care, I care about Dark Phoenix. That was one of the best arcs in the comic books that ever. Well, I'm sure it'd be badass, but it's just about one person. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it would be cool. Well, I mean, if it's only about one person, then that kind of loses it because the Dark Phoenix, the, the entirety of the Dark Phoenix saga in the comics was actually about the whole team coping right. and and fighting this thing. So, I mean, yeah, but you know how yeah. the little solo movies they they never bring in the actors that the characters that you want. Yeah, no, they never do. Like you, know, it, like you know, even like with a, I mean, I understand. Like, Infinity War is going to cost them so much fucking money to oh, pay yeah. just yeah, the if actors. They don't, if they don't make it back, they will. Oh, of course, dude, well, it'll make so <laughs> much fucking money. I'm of course sure. they will. They'll profit off that for, like, years. Oh, yeah. The, the special release with uh, <laughs> hidden extras and, you know, Blu-ray, DVD, uh, digital downloads, all that stuff. The, 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 eventually, I imagine they'll do the, the whole Avengers series. Avengers, Age of Ultron, Infinity, Infinity War, War, Civil War. Oh, combo pack. Yeah, the, yeah. the whole combo Limited pack. Limited edition. Yeah, with, with the figurines and the statues from the... For only $250. <laughs> anyway, uh, the so Marvel and Disney must have big plans if they plan to shove out all of the uh, Fox lineup now while still being a year and a half out before the merger goes through fully. Some Also some recent talks that director Tim Miller of Deadpool, original Deadpool director, will produce and direct a standalone film for Kitty Pride. I mean, I'd be okay with that. She's an interesting character in and of herself. Yeah, she is uh, married like, to Colossus. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, well, her, her power is, of course, uh, phasing through objects, which can fuck them up. But she's also highly intelligent and resourceful. She's that dragon thing or whatever that flies around with her. Or that, right? Uh, not Because I think on that game, that Marvel game, if you choose Kitty Pride, she has a little thing. Flies around. Oh, that yeah, yeah. No, um, 
It's not Pixie. Yeah. I mean, that's that's still be a. She was in the X Men movie. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. Uh, the girl was, that runs through the building when Juggernaut's fucking falling. Yeah, well, she she kind of got a uh, a nod in the first movie. It's like, oh yeah, hey, and I'm just gonna phase through this door now. Um, See, but that you know that that speaks even further to the to the rumor itself is that if he's doing an origin film for Kitty Pride, that means Disney's just being like, all right, these X Men movies can go over here now and near the trash can, and we're gonna start start over. Well. I'm, I mean, if if they're doing, if they're going to do shared universe and get them into the Avengers movies, they've got to start somewhere. Yeah, I don't know if it, if it's the right time. Yeah, just like thing. Smack dab. Oh, at the little pseudo dragon thing. Yeah, smack dab at the end of phase three of the Marvel Cinematic Universe to just give the X Men an origin. Same with Fantastic Four. Where the fuck have they been the whole goddamn time? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a damn good question. Yeah, I have. I don't know. They, the, well, you gotta, you gotta remember these legal battles between Marvel before Disney uh, bought them out, and oh yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I, and, and you gotta so, trust the writing process. I'm sure they'll figure out a way to, yeah. to retcon. <laughs> now, something else that, that it's not something that we've, we've, I've, I've thought about often. Now, I all I know is that one of those fucking Infinity Stones can change time. So a lot of this stuff can. I mean, if they were smart, if they, if they had these deals working behind the scenes before they officially announced anything and they were like we know we're gonna obtain fox we know this we know that you know i mean and then they just like put out a bunch of like shit for us to read and then they can they can use that infinity stone to change a whole bunch of shit yeah and they can literally change reality with the gauntlet with all those stones too yeah and then they could they could come back with avengers 4 and x-men fantastic four can all be there and already established for yeah. all we know, and we couldn't say a goddamn thing about it. It's the same thing about with Flashpoint. That's you know a great mean? thing to use. Like it's it's perfect for the picking right there. Yeah, like it's it's uh, it's brilliant writing if they did it that way. And like, the same with Super with uh, Justice League and shit. You know, all Barry all Barry Allen has to do is fucking fuck up the timeline. There it is. Yep. Jake Gyllenhaal is now fucking Batman, and no, nobody can say <laughs> no. shit about it. He's gonna get fucked. Well, in the we plot. can absolutely say shit about it. We're just not gonna. Get... <laughs> he, he he was the one from Brokeback Mountain, right? Yeah, yeah. Gonna, just, there's gonna, you know, there's gonna be fucking people drawing things like with Superman behind Batman in their tent, saying like, like "Does that feel good or whatever?" However, I never watched the movie, but <laughs> I don't think they say that. They don't. Jake Gyllenhaal's the one that gets good. <laughs> they were in a tent. It's kind of like a weird sex scene, wasn't it? Yes, yes, it was. Very arousing for you? No, <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> It was awkward gay sex, not sexy gay sex. <laughs> not my regular gay sex, but I'll take it. So this is the last thing I I'm put in here. For, I, you, you don't have to read it, but so apparently Tom Holland's Spider-Man or Tom Holland himself may actually appear in the Venom movie. Yeah, he was been, just seen on set. Blah, blah blah. There's nothing fucking. He was seen on set, but they also confirmed today that they're pretty sure that he's going to make an appearance as Peter Parker, not from Spider-Man himself. Interesting. But he's been on set for two days doing some sort of something. Huh. Well, I mean, the Venom story and the Spider-Man story are, are so intertwined, realistically, right. that him... But they oh, can oh, still oh, get away oh. with the Venom movie because he has plenty... Like, you know, with, when, when he, he was la- he was gone and uh, the creation of Carnage and all that, like, yeah. that had nothing to do with Spider-Man. I would no. love to see that. Dude, I, that brings me to this next point. Better Tom Hardy posted... Since he's playing Venom, he posted a picture... Of him, he was like, it was like a drawing of Tom Hardy, and he had like, like below him was Venom, 
mm-hmm. and then behind him was fucking carnage. Oh. He posted it on his Instagram, and then it got deleted like three days later. Interesting. So oh. that's fucking something, dude. I've been wanting to see Carnage in a movie since the first Super, the first Spider-Man. There's movie. heavy, there's heavy speculation that Riz Ahmed is going to be playing Carnage. Nice. Who is that? He was the who the fuck was he, Theo, in Rogue One. That's oh, that's what he was in. He was in Rogue that's One. That's all he was in. As far, I mean, he's been in more than that, I'm sure. But the, from what we would have seen him, he was in Rogue One. He was the guy. He's a traitor. No, he he was the one who was trying to get the thing plugged in at the ship on the fucking island. While they were all behind, while they all went. Yes. Yeah. yeah he was the traitor from the other. Remember, that's how he became part of the group. They oh like, yeah caught yeah him yeah. to like interrogate him or something. And oh he yeah. Ended up working with them. Yeah, that guy. Oh okay yeah. There's heavy speculation that he because that he's gonna do I it because nobody knows who he is in the movie and he's in the movie so. I mean I don't know I mean like you gotta play, you gotta be able to play a good kind of crazy, you know like Jim Carrey in his youth would have been a perfect carnage. Yeah. Even probably now, but. He's mellowed out with it. Yeah, but still yeah. like if, if from his youth like from like oh, Ace Ventura yeah. times dude he would have been a perfect carnage. That would have been nuts. <clears throat> yeah, so I mean that's it. I think, for ner- that's I think, it these, for I think these days for that kind of crazy, we need to we, we need to get some uh, British actors. Uh, David Tennant, make my dreams come true, oh, be man. carnage. That would be fucking awesome, dude. It's unfortunate. You would unfor- do David Kilgrave. Kilgrave. Oh, oh, yeah, him. Yes, right. <laughs> that guy would be perfect as carnage. <laughs> he was. Uh, uh, coincidentally, uh, the same guy voices uh, Scrooge McDuck in the Ducktales reboot. Uh, he was that on, guy does. Yeah. Uh huh. Kilgrave that was David Scrooge Tennant. McDuck. Huh? Uh huh. Um, he was also the 10th Doctor. He was also Barty Crouch Jr. Uh, he was also... I knew about the Doctor. Uh, he was also in Broadchurch. Uh, and I believe... Was he in the Warsaw Games? I don't know what that is. Uh, well, it's BBC. I don't expect you to know what that is, but he was awesome. Is yeah, no. Um, British no. Broadcasting. Uh, British Broadcasting Company. Jesus. Um, Sorry, when I usually see BBC, it's followed by... Yeah, I'm Taken aware. by a virgin teen pussy, but... I mean, <laughs> Virgin Teen Pussy takes BBC. <laughs> oh man, these are the pe- these are the people I spend my time with, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's very short. It's like one day a week. That's all you can take. All right. So if nobody has anything else to say, then we can move right on to the meat, meat and potatoes of potatoes. the episode. Yeehaw! Take me home, country roads. Oh, Take God me damn home. <laughs> you both have seen the movie. You know what that song is going to do to me now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, All right, Kingsman well, 2, The Golden Circle. Can we kind of talk about the first one a little bit? Absolutely. Tiny little scenario. Uh, yeah. So, we spend the entirety of the first movie following uh, Eggsy. Yep. Um, Eggsy's our main character, and he's, he's portrayed right from the start as kind of a badass, um, but also kind of in a place where nobody wants to find themselves. He's, he's more got of a street. Yeah, he, he's kind of a street punk. Um, he's stealing cars, <laughs> drinking beer, um, getting beat by his uh, shit stepfather, mm. um, and doing his best to take care of uh, his mom and little sister. I'm going to watch that movie again. Yeah, it's a great movie. Um, and um, he get uh, he ends up in trouble, and he calls in for a favor, and the favor happens to be granted by uh, Harry Hart, Agent Galahad of the Kingsman. Uh, and the Kingsman, uh, you, you, you go through the, a bit of the origin story, it's kind of glossed over, but the Kingsman is an independent intelligence agency uh, working for 
that is based in Britain. Out of a tailor shop. Yeah, out of tailor shop. As their front. I know. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> and they look great. They do. Very dashing. Um, and uh, he, he goes through training and... Like a whole class of kids that are doing this. Yeah. Trying to become the next Kingsman. Uh, the next uh, Agent Lancelot. Yeah. Um, and all of the agents and Kingsmen are named after uh, the Knights of the Round Table. Yep. Um, which is cool. And the... The tech guy is named Merlin, and the head of their organization is named Arthur. Um, and in the first movie, uh, Arthur is played by uh, Alfred, actually. Oh, yeah, Michael Caine. Yeah. And then in the uh, second one, it was Dumbledore. He was Dumbledore. Yeah. It's weird. It's like all the all the who's who's. Um, yeah, and um, you go through, and, and this plot develops regarding... Uh, cell phones in a, a rich uh, egomaniac environmentalist decides to kill off like Sam Jackson, mm, yeah, yeah, Sam, Samuel L. Jackson. Um, <laughs> with that, a that's list. A, yeah, with, with a lift. Yeah, um, yeah, I love Sam Jackson. Dude, the it, opening scene in that movie is fucking crazy, isn't it? Yeah, All Mark Hamill of... makes a cameo in the movie. Yeah, Mark Hamill. Uh, it's a shame he gets head blown really? off. I've only seen this movie once. Uh, yeah, Mark Hamill is uh, the professor. Uh, in the very beginning of the movie that Sam Jackson uh, kidnaps. Don't recall. He's like on his knees, right? In the, in I haven't seen him. Yeah, he's, he's, tied to a, he's tied to a chair and uh, the Kingsman agent shows up and, and like wipes a bunch of people and then he gets cut in half and the person who witnesses all of that is the professor and that's Mark Hamill. Huh. Um, I did not know. Luke Skywalker failing to swing around a lightsaber to save himself. Yeah, right. A little bit. Uh, no offense. That was a bitch with the fucking blades for legs. Gazelle, yeah. Yeah. Um, she was a badass. Um, and uh, I find it interesting that all of the British made movies have American villains and all of the American movies have British villains. <laughs> right. It's great. Um, and kind of a disconnect. Um, and uh, we, we see this, uh, the Samuel Jackson's character, uh, Valentine. Um, he goes through and manipulates the world into getting these uh, microchips. And then we come to his test, which is the single best scene in that movie. I don't care what anyone else says. With the church. Oh, yeah. Leonard Skinner playing on full blast. Freebird. Hell the fuck yes. <laughs> the dopest just, all just killing scene it's, ever. It is. Uh, uh, it's pretty dope, man. I don't know. That bar scene in the beginning is pretty fucking cool, too. Manners Maketh Man is pretty good. I will admit. I love that scene. The second one. I, we'll get to that one. <laughs> we'll get it. We'll get it. It's fabulous, isn't it? Oh, my God. Um, it we'll, awesome. we'll get there. Um, so, and it goes through, and Eggsy uh, comes into his own and, and completes the training and uh, finds this plot and beats it, which is really cool. Um, tears some people up, blo- pops some heads, and then gets to fuck a princess in the ass. Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, well, Harry actually... Yeah, Harry does get shot at he the He gets shot the by scene. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Um, so he is assumed to be dead. So uh, at the, by the end of this movie, he's dead. Yeah. As far as working. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, right fucking I mean, he gets, shot, he gets shot in the face. Like, there's no other possible I will give this to them, too. Outcome. Like, sometimes shows have, like, retcons of things, and then their answer for it either doesn't exist or is horrible. Yeah. But their answer for this was I was completely. I, I was satisfied with it, um, and not just because uh, Colin Firth deserved better. Right. Um, <laughs> right. So um, fast forward, and it's about a year after the uh, events of the first movie. Um, Eggsy is now Agent Galahad, um, replacing Harry. Replacing yeah. Harry. Um, 
and uh, they stumble upon this uh, new plot because Charlie, Charlie Hesketh, uh, one of a, a one of the applicants for the Kingsman position in the first one, yeah. who failed miserably and gets talked down to by Arthur in this smug British better than thou accent for the rest of the movie, um, <laughs> and it's great. Um, <clears throat> he comes back, um, which is weird because he had an implant I- in his head that was supposed to blow his head off at the end of the first movie. Um, as it turns out, that didn't happen. Uh, because Eggsy, you know, loaded him down with all manner of electricity, yeah, um, which uh, basically just blew off his arm and fried his vocal cords. Well, now he's talking again uh, because of mechanical vocal cords, yeah. and he has his arm again because of mechanical arms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that arm is dope. Yeah. Uh, I suppose we're getting into a little spoiler territory here. Yeah, no, we're, 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 this is a spoiler that, that chat. Brought a, that this brought is up. the spoiler chat? You're doing so a bang-up job. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> glad I could help. <laughs> and um, the opening scene of Kingsman... The, the opening scene of the Kingsman, the first movie, was Accelerator to the Floor right off, out the start. And the sh- opening scene to the second Kingsman movie... Just as much. More so. <laughs> yeah. Like, you took the accelerator, and this is where the floor was. I'm sorry, you guys can't see me. I'm, I'm holding my hand uh, a little above the table. And then, this is where you ended up with the accelerator. My second hand is now below the table. On my lap. Uh, yes, it is. Um, <laughs> how do you like that? It's good for you. Uh, and, because uh, it went straight into, we're going to have a fist fight in the backseat of this small London taxi. Um... And the surrounding roads. Um, and, oh my god. That was not just a regular taxi driver. The, like, Well, no, he was that, a secret agent taxi that, driver. Yeah, that that was got the, shot until like, they just kept just driving. Just I was like, geez. Like, yes! <laughs> Pete, good job. Um, you deserve it, this tip. Yeah, and he did get a tip, actually. Unfortunately, it was in the form of the uh, knife blade in Exy's shoe, which was coated with the fastest acting neurotoxin yeah. known to man. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, unimportant driver number one. Uh, right. It seems like you're going to have a problem. Um, so, Exy Char- uh, eventually uh, kicks Charlie out of his car. I um, love that scene. Like we saw it in the trailer, but where, like he jump, like he's on his car door and he's yeah. his car coming. He like jumps up. And, like, yeah, he on the yeah, oh. and uh, and uh, the cinematography so, in this movie is fucking oh, it's key. spot on. Oh, it's and beautiful. That can make him break a movie to me. Like it really did a perfect job. And um, so. Eggsy eventually gets out uh, by uh, turning his car into a submarine. Of course, yeah. his car is is missing a door so and he has, has no it. windshield. And they do a lot of callbacks, which I love. He's like, he's like, you should be good at holding your breath because in the first movie, their room like filled up with water. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he was, he's like, I <laughs> would have been hard, man. Yeah, right? Fuck yeah, would have been hard. Um, and uh, and then he has to swim through the sewers <laughs> because he has a date to make. Uh, and we find out he's been uh, dating for a year now, uh, Princess Tildy, uh, the same princess that he saved from the last movie. Um, and uh, we get to see some some of what's going on through his day to day life. Um, and uh, he's having dinner with uh, the king. I'm fast forwarding a little bit here. Did you do um, okay, yeah. yeah, but remember they had that, uh, that that when he went to left. Through the sewer, they went showed up to like a it was his friend's birthday. Yeah, 
and they were celebrating or whatever. And yeah. he's like, oh, I can't drink. I have to meet the king tomorrow. And he's like, oh, you'll be fine. He's like, take a drink with me if you watch my dog. Yeah. And so it ended up being one, the other guy. I don't remember his name. Uh, Brandon. Brandon. Brandon watched the dog. Brandon. Brandon did? Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's important for later. Yeah. So, um, he's, uh, goes to, uh, Sweden. Yeah. Sweden, uh, to meet Tildy's parents for the first time. And, uh, <laughs> it was so to cute. say that, the, to say that the king was unimpressed by Eggsy, at least to start, is, the understatement of the century, like this is the disdain this, he had in his yeah. voice. It was this this gross. is the thing. This is the dad that you need to impress. Period. At all, um, and <laughs> he, he was all the, the standards were too high, and he started having literally all of the answers, and also everyone wrong. was super surprised. And the 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 dad was impressed. Um, Tildy was impressed, and the queen was like, "Who is this boy that you yeah, found right. that managed to impress your father? Good job." <laughs> um, so before we think he's that badass, he um, had an earpiece. As it, yeah, as it turns <laughs> out, uh, Roxy is feeding him, feeding him the answers to these things uh, through his glasses. And that would be his best friend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sir Agent Lancelot. Um, the uh, and uh, while he's at this dinner, um, this was one of the funniest scenes. Like Brandon finds his room and finds these glasses. Yeah, finds his glasses. He's like, what is this on. shit, man? And he's like, put Are that down. Put and the king's and like, okay. okay. <laughs> like, I was like, oh my god, he was laughing so hard. Uh, uh, yeah, he, he flips open the lighter to, to get a light, and the lighter's a hand grenade. Um, and speaking of... His, put it down. Put it down right glasses now. have, you can see. And, yeah. You know, it has, like, video feed to it, so... Yeah, and uh, put it down. Put it down right now. Uh, so Brandon actually does right before it explodes... And Eggsy gets to let let out a sigh of relief and <laughs> that was so tries hard. to start covering for this mistake that he's just made because he's not supposed to have someone on the other side of his yeah, glasses. Yeah, he's like shouting at the king, put that down! Put, put that down, down right put it now! Down. I said, put, fucking put it down! <laughs> and, uh, no, no, I'm so sorry. And um, then his house blows up uh, because missiles. Um, and uh, basically wipes king, Kingsman out. Uh, and we, we glossed over this uh, before. This is the first major act that uh, the actual main villain of this uh, particular movie, her name is Poppy. Um, oh, yeah, and she and fucking, she is not <laughs> the most nicest, brutal. Uh, I, I believe it's just, she. oh, my God, she's insane. So uh, we first meet Poppy during what is what essentially is, a job interview. Right. She's a drug lord, the, probably the, the, the best she drug has lord a ever. She has, she has a global island. monopoly. No, she has a... Uh, Undiscovered ruin in Cambodia. Yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> uh, she is essentially the head of an, a monopoly, the largest drug cartel ever. Yeah. Um, she has a monopoly on the drug trade. And um, so she's essentially sitting down uh, at what amounts to being a job interview uh, with uh, Angel and uh, Angel's lifelong friend who is recommending him to become part of the Golden Circle. And she basically says, uh, my orders are not to be questioned. Loyalty is key. And kill your friend. He messed up. That's all I'm going to tell you. That's all you need to know. Put him in the grinder. The meat grinder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, then the, and then she releases these two fucking dope-ass hounds. Right. Robot I want them. Hounds. I want them so much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Picture Jimmy Neutron's dog, Goddard. On. Only on like all kinds of steroids, <laughs> right? And it's not a nice puppy. It's one of the the Doberman puppies that everyone blames for 
for being evil. Yeah, they were, they um, were cool. Was, it, 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 more efficient than a regular dog. I mean, yeah. Um, so... So yeah, he kills, he kills him, puts him, uh, puts him in the grinder, room. goes for his makeover, uh, which involves getting his uh, fingertips, her, his fingerprints lasered off. Which was a cool scene. I it like was. the way it looked. Um, his teeth ground smooth, and then a literal circle of gold, molten gold, got injected under his skin to form a tattoo. Golden circle. Uh, in the golden circle. What is the point of the teeth being smooth? Uh, it prevents dental recognition. Oh, okay. Yeah, because um, if you because if you remember during the debrief that uh, Eggsy, Roxy, and Arthur and Merlin were having, um, Roxy mentions no facial recognition, no fingerprints. Their teeth were ground smooth, and the only identifying mark that anybody could have found that gold circle was the gold was the was the cosmetic tattoo. Um, so okay. we're thinking there's an organization. <laughs> so um, while this guy's getting his makeover, shh, Poppy is making burgers out of his friend, and when he gets back from his makeover. Oh. She makes him eat it. <laughs> I uh, was like, Whoa. wow, dude. I was like, that. That is cool. It, yeah, that it's, is it's terrible. terrible. That was so brutal. <laughs> I could was. not believe. Like, she well, did it with it, a smile on her fucking face. It, it looked delicious. Yeah. <laughs> and how is it? Delicious. It he knows. He, like, at that point, he knows he sold his soul to the devil. Eat your the friend. literal you devil. Eat your you, friend. Ma- you just ate your friend. Um, it's actually really interesting because there's. Uh, it's a practice called uh, decimation um, in which. Uh, you're supposed to kill off about 10% of your forces, but the way you do it is by ordering your forces to kill off 10% of your forces. Uh, so the idea is you've all committed a crime together, and that ensures loyalty. Um, yeah. It is not a practice that is widely used today, uh, but as I understand it, it used to be used uh, fairly liberally in several armies around the world. It's efficient. Uh, it's a surefire way to make sure nobody rats on anybody else. Yeah. Um, and that's like essentially you, what she's like done. You smoked the weed with me, so you can't be a cop. Right. Or, you know, same concept for you. Basically. Yeah, you, that's basically how that goes. <laughs> um, so, uh, and Poppy has a bit of a quirk for 50s nostalgia, happy days yeah. and, and all that. Um, so... Yeah, fucking, that. Fucking uh, milkshake. What are those places? Those the diners. Yeah, those yeah, diners. Yeah, the uh, ice cream bars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we can't forget what else is on the island. What? Or who else is on the island? Oh, yeah. We oh, haven't yeah. got there yet. Calm down. Yeah, yeah so we haven't seen We yet. haven't got there yet. Calm down. <laughs> um, so immediately after uh, wiping out Kingsman uh, with these missiles... Uh, which she was doing because uh, Charlie came to her and said, hey, there's this organization that if they catch wind of you, you're going to have problems. Yeah, because they are... Uh, because yeah. this is what they do. Um, so that's why Charlie was there that night. Uh, not to kill Eggsy, but to hack into Kingsman's systems. Um, so Eggsy shows up at the now-destroyed Kingsman tailor shop, and he meets Merlin. Um, was And he was suspicious of Merlin at first, being he was the only one alive. Yeah. Like, literally everyone in Kingsman, all of our properties but ended you up... and me. <laughs> it's like, well, I was at a... And that oh, scene yeah. was dope. That, that, that bomb exploded their Kingsman headquarters, whatever that palace was. It just imploded yeah. through Dude. the ground. Oh, yeah. it was so Holy cool. fuck. Like... What a missile. It's funny, because Lane watched this movie. He started the movie while I was working, and then I uh, was going to go home and, and watch it as well. And he's like, oh, I'll, I'll pause it right here. It's like 26 minutes and 15 seconds, which is... 
right around the time when, when right at the end of the, the that was right when he was saying put that down put that down I was like yeah. right after that yeah and then not even fucking 20 seconds later do all the missiles hit the Kingsman temple yeah so we're sitting there like texting each other while watching the Dude. movie we're just like holy fuck <laughs> like it was nuts it yeah. was awesome yeah uh, that was that was real big and there was a part of me that really really hoped that Roxy managed to get to a bunker because Roxy was one of my favorite characters oh, from the first movie toasty. But she, uh, no plot armor, guys. Here, no, no plot armor. Nope, she's toast. Um, like, the, <laughs> that's like it'd be like, a, like, oh yeah, well, and I'll say that later. But yeah, um, so we go in to uh, uh, a wine store with Merlin and Exy because they need to activate their Doomsday Protocol, um, and their Doomsday Protocol is a bottle of whiskey. Yeah, they find it. it's like a uh, lockbox thing. Yeah, like a specifically a bottle of American whiskey uh, that was whiskey. yeah statesman whiskey at that. Uh, so they start drinking it because, I mean, what else are you going to do with a bottle of whiskey and all your friends are dead? Yeah. So yeah, they drank. They drank to every last one of them. Literally every last one. <laughs> um, and uh, once they're well and thoroughly toasted. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Exy notices on the bottle that there's a Kingsman logo uh, where it says distilled in Kentucky. Uh, the K is the Kingsman logo. And um, Merlin uh, doesn't get it at first because he's a little far gone. Um, and we find out he has a love of country and western music <laughs> at that time. Yeah, they find out uh, that. This is, this, is a recurring, this is a recurring theme. Um <laughs> Oh, God. And um, so they end up flying stateside, uh, going to Kentucky, uh, the Statesman Distillery in Kentucky, and they hack in to a biometric security lock, and it leads into a whiskey barrel storage house. (laughs) Well, as it turns out, the Statesmen are also an independent (laughs) intelligence agency, (laughs) and they have within their staff uh, Agent Tequila, who comes in and basically says, my mama used to tell me that we that us Southerners got our manners from the British. Can't help but notice that that's a real shame because apparently you didn't keep none for yourself. Yeah, that was so funny. Uh, I, should also mention, I should also mention that uh, Agent Tequila is, in fact, Channing Tatum. I like Channing Tatum. I he's, don't good, care. he's a good actor. Every movie I've seen him in, I like. Um, and so Eggsy and Merlin end up getting into a fist fight with Agent Tequila because... Agent Tequila is Agent Tequila, and you don't mess with Tequila. Yeah, he fucked them both <laughs> up. Yeah, oh my god, did he fuck them up. Like, like they didn't even hard. have a fucking chance. No, they, it was not He's hard just, for him. boom, done. Okay, we're... we're he used like, his own weapon 30, against him. Like, he used Eggsy's watch. He's like... Stun. Who the fuck are you... Awesome, dude. Yeah. So... I can't wait to see what he can actually do. Right. So, yeah. So, they wake up in interrogation, and... We get a little history lesson uh, in whiskey about, specifically about why it's measured in proof. Um, yeah. And uh, we, he basically says, I think y'all are here to cover for a rescue mission for the Le- uh, Leodopterist. Um, and everybody in the, and everybody listening to this podcast just goes, what's a Leodopterist? Um, it's fine. They explain it. The butterfly guy. Uh, Leodopterists yeah. are people who study butterflies. Go figure. Um so Harry Hart. Well, let's look at uh, what's her face, fucking uh, 
Halle Berry. Halle Berry's yeah. character comes in and says, "Oh, they're they're legit." She goes, yeah. well, "We went to our protocol and we saw that they had." I can't yeah, remember. It's what was that? It, yeah, it's an umbrella. It's an umbrella with Kingsman it. with their symbol on it. Um, so, personally, I think they got the better protocol. Oh yeah. Um, so and it turned they so Harry Hart with an eye patch now, uh, and no memory of being Agent Galahad, um, is in a padded room. So yes, he's alive. He's alive. <laughs> Um, and they started explaining that they developed this alpha gel for their own agents. For headshots. Yeah, for headshots, specifically. Um, if one of the agents gets headshot, they apply alpha gel, or a partner applies alpha gel. And, um, wh- which leads me to believe that the statesmen work in pairs more often than not. Right. Yeah, because that would have to be a pretty rapid... Because, I mean, if I, get shoot, if I get shot in the head, I'm not going to be applying alpha gel to myself. No. <laughs> so I can't help but feel... Um, so as it turns out, they were, they picked up on the signal of Valentine doing his little test. So they got there and they found uh, Harry bl- basically dying, and they saved his life and brought him back. And he's been here for a year, with no memory of being Agent Galahad or a badass. And um, they even put him to some tests. Yeah, like they they put him through some tests and everything. And so this is where he's been. And they try and bring him back. It doesn't work. Um, they fill his room up with water, and he starts. Yeah, like the the Kingsman training exercise from the first movie. That was pretty. That awesome. didn't work. Uh, that didn't. There's the uh, one thing that did work though. It was it was it wasn't a physical thing. It was a mental. Yeah, it was it was emotional. Um, and we're not there yet. No. Nope. Some shit. Oh. Some shit happens before that. Yeah. Um, so we flash back to Poppy Adams, and uh, we find out that when Valentine was kidnapping people. Um, Poppy decided to take advantage of that and kidnapped Elton John. Yeah, <laughs> Mister Fantastic himself. He was a badass. <laughs> he was, wasn't he? He said so fuck a lot. He did. Fucking funny. Yeah, yeah like to see him in this movie, <laughs> right? Uh, and and they're sitting in the theater, and Elton's on the piano, and Charlie calls out something, and he says, "Fuck you!" <laughs> I love it. Uh, uh Elton, language. <laughs> It's so funny, dude. Um, <laughs> that was not expected. No. Um, and then we find out what Poppy's plan is. Uh, as it turns out, she has laced uh, her own drugs with a genetically engineered virus. All kinds of drugs. Weed, heroin, whatever. Everything she has her hands Everything on. she can lay hands on. Um, <clears throat> and uh, the ultimate goal the ultimate goal is to make herself uh, money and to go home and you know not be in jail. She wants to be recognized. For being the awesome CEO person that she is. Because she said that. She says, you know, like, there's all these business women or business people. She goes, I would be the richest person on the planet. Like, I am the most successful businesswoman ever. I could be a legit business, because drugs aren't legit, and she thinks they should be. Yeah. Um, so. It's not fair to her that she can ha- do so, be so successful without recognition. Right. So, um. What do they call it? The blue lightning? Whatever. whatever. The blue rash. Blue rash. It yeah. looks like blue in your veins. It looks like veins. Just turned blue. Um, so, to uh, to get information on Charlie, because Charlie's the only lead they have at this point, uh, they approach his sort of ex-girlfriend at uh, the Gastonbury Music Festival. Oh, yeah. Charlie. Yeah. Um, and uh, Agent Agent Whiskey tries, tries his hand at... Uh, Essentially getting in her pants. Yeah, because uh, they have a tracker that needs to go into a mucous membrane. And as Eggsy says, what, am I supposed to stick my finger up her? Oh. It's not just in the nose, is it? <laughs> no, Eggsy. 
In the pussy it's hole. not. <laughs> um, in the pink mitten. So, um, so whiskey tries and fails. Yeah, whiskey. So by the hard. way, is the he's like a cowboy looking guy. Yeah, I think he has his yeah. lasso. Like uh, a and the reason, Burt Reynolds. yeah, uh, he, he does look like Burt Reynolds. Yeah, Eggsy was going to go with Agent Tequila. Unfortunately, Agent Tequila likes some likes himself some nose candy, uh, and, and also started him. getting a blue rash. Yep. But they like cryostasis him or whatever. They froze him. Yeah. Um. So. So he like calls his wife, his girlfriend the yeah princess, princess Tildy. Like, I have to like, fuck this her, is, but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, it's like this is this is what's going on, it's, and that screws that relationship up for him. Yeah. Um, hard, which makes her do some drugs. Yeah, and that that comes back to bite her in the ass. Yeah. Um, so um, we end up uh, going through some other interesting shit. Most of it is emotional. He does finger um, her. He successfully fingers her and puts the tracker in her. As Halle Berry says, it's it's nice to be w- finally working with someone who knows what they're doing. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> they were, like, listening the whole time. It's so funny. So, um... <laughs> fucking insane. So he plants a tracking device. Uh, 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 after several failed attempts to cure Harry's amnesia, Eggy triggers Harry's memories. Yes, this yes is where that comes uh, he, uh... He, he does this by uh, getting a dog. Yep. And, uh... Which calls back to the when you know, when you're trained, you have to shoot your puppy or the puppy that they had you raise. But and uh, as it turns out, it was a blank. Yeah. So it's a huge memory. Yeah. It uh, it got him his it memory brought back. It back which is, man, yeah. Yep. And uh, then they go to a bar. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the bar uh, is less than receptive. He made to him those dope ass sunglasses. Yeah. Those those are nice. Um, of course, uh, Agent Moonshine apparently. Uh, at least that was what the illusion was in the movie. Uh, does not like people with British accents at all. Um, so he basically goes to kick Galahad out. And um, original Galahad, Harry Hart. Yeah. Um, and uh, Harry, we, oh, they, he, he tries oh. to recreate the scene from the first movie. Manners maketh man. And then he takes uh, him, throws the mug and hits him in the face, but nope, nope, <laughs> Miss, um, missed the So <laughs> we find out we find out that that Harry's not quite back up to one hundred percent. He also has one eye. Does that? I mean, yeah, that's that that's shit. true. Um, so Agent Whiskey comes in and basically says, "Manners maketh man." Let me translate for that. Yeah, for you. yeah, that was so badass when he Fuck said that. Yeah, and then dude. he started he started lassoing and whipping, and there that was a knife, was so and there was a chair. And there was a lot of people down. I loved how they did that. They changed it up. Like, it would have been cool to see Harry do it again, but it was cool that they let us see how he, you know, from that guy. Yeah, that was was cool. Um, So um, then it's time to go on the mission, uh, because immediately after this, Poppy uh, announces her plan to the world. Um, Yeah, and then makes the president have to sign something that says that uh, I can be legit, you can't arrest me. Exactly. Pretty much in that. You know, uh, I'll pay taxes, you, you know, I'll fucking, you know, it, all that shit. Like, as per alcohol. Yeah. Um, and we, she reveals that she has Elton John uh, <laughs> to show that she has an antidote that works. Yeah, she was showing how the, the, the progression of it. Like, this yeah. is what happens first. And then Blue rash, the mania, par- paralysis that leads quickly to death within 12 hours. That mania, it was funny sometimes. Yeah. yeah their um, eyes, like, explode out of their fucking skull and shit. Yeah, yeah they bleed out their nose. It was Get brutal. the fuck out of my room. <laughs> I love Elton John, dude. So yeah, funny. Elton, what did you do to me, you fucking bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my room. Get out of my room. 
So yeah, so she forces the president and. Uh. And, but then the president also has an ulterior motive. He goes, you know what? Fuck, fuck those druggies. Let them all die. Yeah, basically. And then we can get her. Like, yeah, like, it's like no, no drug users, no drug trade. Win-win. Two birds, I mean, one stone. I can. I, this I, I understand the logic. That's yeah, good logic. It, I mean, it would be if it didn't cost literally millions of people their lives. But from his perspective, they do drugs. Who cares? From his perspective, he's a Republican asshole. Sorry, Fair. sorry, <laughs> sorry. That's a little bit too political. That's I'm fine. sorry. We'll take it. <laughs> um, so. Uh, the president has proven himself to be less than pleasant. Um, and statesman overhears this and basically says, this isn't something we can allow. No. Um, we've got an agent who's, who's dying. Uh, th- these, in, th- th- these millions of innocent people. Yeah, they broke the law, but you know what? The, of all the things they're doing, they're poisoning themselves. And there's literally millions of them. Uh, Dude, and it's not. It's not. It's yeah, and oh, it's not was, against the law dark. everywhere. That, that, that's another. That's another interesting thing. It's not against the law everywhere to do these things. Like, I mean, yeah, it's against the law in the U.S., but it's not necessarily the laws aren't the same across no, the world. Yeah, yeah. It's not an international thing. Right. So there's that too. <clears throat> so uh, they plan a mission to go and uh, steal some antidote. Somewhere in the snow, uh, some mountain. Italy. Italy. Uh, Italy. Uh, ski resort. And, um... This whole scene was dope. Too. Oh, it really was. So, um... Charlie uh, took his ex-girlfriend there to administer the antidote, because she took some drugs, even though she was told not to. Um, the stupid bitch. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> I know what I said. Uh, and, um... So, they Exy follow Harry her up. and whiskey. Uh, yeah, Harry and whiskey. Um, and Harry secures the console. Uh, well, we'll get back to that. Um, and Whiskey and uh, Eggsy go up. Also, let's also say that Harry has been experiencing like hallucinations. Yeah. Uh, of butterflies? butterflies. Yeah, butterflies. Yeah. So, so he's kind of not. He's not he's all not there, there just yet. Yeah, he's get, he's a. <laughs> he's, he's, he's not he's all a liability there on a mission. Uh, a little bit. <laughs> um, so, they go up and they hack the door and they manage to pick themselves up a vial of antidote. Um, when uh, <laughs> Charlie's ex-girlfriend looks up and says, River? <laughs> and Charlie looks up, You! How the hell are you still alive? <laughs> like, oh, hey, Charlie. <laughs> um, <laughs> just, oh my god, the, the ragging this guy does, the, the ragging that Eggsy does on Charlie. Like, these these two are clearly lifelong nemesis. Right. This is the absolute worst. Um, it's it's terrible. It's it's awful. And <laughs> we love it. Um, yeah, so then uh, Charlie runs out or whatever. Yeah. They, they get on the lift uh, back down, and Charlie goes out, and he says, you know what? Fuck this. I'm in control of the lift. That was crazy. With a tablet. Yeah, he like, I'm going to... It was spinning like a... Oh. Spinning uh, real fast, and Dude, then it that would be came so, off. I don't <laughs> even know. That would suck. Yeah, it I, would. I would throw it. It did. Uh, it did. They almost passed out. Um, so... Or he uses fucking lasso yeah, to get he, he, cut he a uses hole in the window. Electro-thermite uh, electro fucking lasso. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cut a hole in the window, and now I'm going to cut the wire, and... Oh, shit, there's a, cl- there's a canyon, like, right here that under us. That was so perfect. They landed so perfectly. 
They just skidded on the side. That was some plot bullshit yeah, right was, there. That, that was, was what that was. Uh, it was that it, good. It looked really awesome, but that was some plot bullshit yeah, right there. It was. Um, they probably realistically would have hit the side of the cliff. Oh, yeah. Definitely. But it was still, oh, whatever. Um, so now they're going on one hell of a sled ride down this cliff in this clear glass thing. And wouldn't you know it, there is a retirement home. That was some fast thinking from right what there. he did right here. Right. Um, I kind of want to know how he knew that it was there, because that's not really ever explained. What, uh, what did the fucking old guy say? That was the, that was the, that best, was the best shit, shit I've, I've had, had in two three, weeks. The first <laughs> decent shit I've had in three weeks. <laughs> that was so fucking funny, man. <laughs> Just the way it's said and, and the timing <laughs> the of it is Line delivery is amazing. So, yeah, uh, Eggsy managed to pull out a save there, uh, not crushing that by throwing uh, Whiskey up against the hole in the window. And opening and his parachute. Whiskey apparently has a parachute in his snowsuit. Just maybe he's fuck just it. observant. He saw the pool yeah. maybe. Yeah, uh, fuck know. it. Who cares? Um, and that's how... And, you know, a giant parachute of the American flag just shows the fuck Yeah, right. Up. America, bitches! <laughs> um, Saves the day. And, uh, you know, that, that helps. And then they... <laughs> so, yeah, they all three go and they end up yeah, in so, some uh, they, uh, they end cabin. up in a rendezvous point in the cabin, yeah. And um, this is when things first start to get wonky. Yeah, this is where I had a theory as soon as this scene happened. Uh, yeah, and my I, the movie buddy I went to go see this with in the theater said, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. I'm like, no, he can't be. No, that, oh, shit, that is a I thing. I said that to DJ. I'm like, um, I think that guy is. Yeah, that's that's exactly, uh-huh. Um, and now that we've been vague and, and nod, nod and wink, well, wink. Right, well, in the scene, they get attacked, and then the fucking whiskey <laughs> like, pushes them out of the way in a way that the vial drops. And, and breaks, um, which is a problem, yes. naturally. Yes. Um, so whiskey then goes out and just goes ham on these fucking. That like, was fucking. He activates badass. beast mode immediately. He was cutting and people just, in half. Do 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 do. Fuck yeah, he was. Like, oh, when he like the way you remember he the revolver? Yeah, the way he spun his revolver <laughs> as it was spinning and firing all at once. Perfect shots. <laughs> just fuck. That was a dope ass fuck. That was scene. great. Uh, immediate that gets over and he comes back in and says, "Thank fucking Christ, I didn't need no backup." Right. It's like, well, I mean, he took care of okay. it. Okay. Um, and then he tries to take Harry's gun, and then Harry shoots him in the head. Yeah, Harry saw something. Uh, Harry's like, now this is not that I think he's working for the other side. He's clearly not with us. He needs to get shot in the head, apparently. And ha- Harry was acting um, weird, too. Like, he almost thought that he was a traitor. Yeah, like, the, was the, way Harry was, the way Harry was acting was like, are you sure you're sane he wasn't right being now, very dude? explanatory. You know, he was just like, like, being very vague about it. So, um, they have to abort mission because uh, they can't go up and get more antidote because, you know, Charlie decides he's going to blow the Fucking the place up with his girlfriend in it. So what? That was fine with Poppy. Like, he I mean, I feel to, like he was Poppy, able to make that executive I feel like, decision. I feel I can't help but feel like Poppy would have said she led them to us. Yes, kill them, yeah. kill them. You will see. No, I mean, like because they lost all that antidote that was in there and all that. I mean, like, I can't the lab I, facility. I, I feel like Charlie had some splaining to do. Yeah. But I feel like he came out of it alive because he's It was proven... better than letting them get the egg. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, okay. Um, also, he he thought that everyone was dead. Yeah. He didn't realize that Eggsy and, and Harry and... and uh, what the... He, he didn't realize that they weren't dead. He thought they were because we sent a bunch of people with fucking miniguns out down there. Uh, they should be dead. Right. <clears throat> so, um... That's a no-go. So they, they get Whiskey back to uh, the Kingsman uh, base of operations. It's explained that Harry... Uh, oh, and Harry shoot. put one of those things on him right away. Yeah. Uh, Eggsy did use Eggsy Alpha did. Gel. Yeah, Eggsy did, yeah. Not um, and uh, 
so it ends up uh, Harry comes out and says, I shot him deliberately. He was not caught in the crossfire. I believe he's not working great. We don't know that Statesman doesn't have a dark agenda. We need to go dark and keep this between us because we're the only people we can trust. Right. Um, and even Merlin's kind of doubting this a little bit. Yeah. And then Eggsy gets the FaceTime call to end all FaceTime calls. It's his girlfriend. Uh, and she is in the mania stage of the poppy virus. Yeah. And um, he watches her as paralyzation sets in. Yeah, it was weird. It was bad, and this is, like, this is the reason he was fighting right. for a lot. So, um, he says, fuck this, we're going now. Uh, so they hop on board a statesman jet, and... Uh, Full of awesome shit. Oh, yeah, right? Um, and the- they head off They head off to Cambodia to deal with Poppy. Um, so they dress up, and they open up the in-flight pool table, because, of course, there needs to be an in-flight pool table. Right. Um, it's America! <laughs> Um, <laughs> did, did you notice the chairs were uh, leathered with actual cowhide? They had cow patterns on them. Oh, really? Because Texas. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, also, the, the leader of statesmen, because uh, all of the, the agents were named after uh, liquor, the leader was uh, Sh- Champagne, but he says, if you know what's good for you, you'll call me Champ. Uh, also, that's Jeff Bridges. <coughs> yeah. Jeff Bridges <laughs> so that's awesome. fabulous. Uh, he was great in that movie. Absolute alcohol problem. I'm just going to dip my finger in here and rub it on my nose. Yeah. yeah. It's like I'm going to take a swig and spit it out in my spittoon. Uh, no one knows how to feel about this. Okay. <laughs> it's it's kind of weird. This is just what happens. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so. Uh, they go to Poppyland. They go to Poppyland. Now, Poppy has landmines out and about. Um, Which she has mentioned multiple times. Yes. Has been mentioned. Um, it's been established. So they take a baseball bat, which is also happens to be a minesweeper because America. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, also, immediately before this, there was a uh, uh, an assistant to the president trying to get him to change his mind on this. And turns out that she needed a little chemical help because, you know, president's assistants work 20-hour days, seven days a week. She and probably smoked some weed. Like, can't blame I, her. I feel like it's or more cocaine. cocaine. Yeah. I feel like it's more cocaine. A little pick-me-up. All right. There yeah. we go. Uh, <laughs> so um, she ends up with the blue rash, and the president's like, get her in the cage with the rest yeah, of them. She's You're going to pretty much. Yeah. Um, so uh, they're in Poppyland, uh, and they uh, go through uh, with the minesweeper. And just as they're about to put this clever plan into action, Eggsy steps on a mine. Hmm. But this is not the end for our young hero. <laughs> oh, no. Because Merlin has himself a can of uh, deodorant, I imagine, or shaving cream. One of those. There's something to freeze it. Uh, yeah, there's literally liquid nitrogen in a, can- in a spray can. Yeehaw. Right. Um, and he freezes the mechanism just and takes enough. just long enough to take Eggsy's place. And um, then he just knew. Oh. Yeah, right then we, we kind of knew. But uh, uh, he had himself a big old knife, and he was going out on a high note. Uh, he was going out in his way, and that's a good thing. I loved his death, though. Uh, yeah. I mean, I hated that it happened, but I loved that he just sat there and sang. Yeah. Like, just let them all come. Like, he, like, was talking to the guards and had them all come to him. Yeah. Country road, take me home to the place where I belong. He was killing it, dude. West Virginia. 
Mountain Mama, take me home. Country roads. Heads butt first guard. <laughs> Head butt first guard. The rest of them are like, oh shit. Boom. <laughs> and then he gets them all in and he steps off a of mine and. Oh, uh, I, I'm never going to be able to listen to that song now and not just go right back to that scene. Right. Yeah. And I'm I'm sorry. Even watching it at home for the third time, like I couldn't help but like he deserve he deserves a stand. He deserves me watching that standing up. Yeah. I, I just I, like, I pine for a Scottish version of that song. I know. And now you have. I, ha- I got want it. it now. I yeah. want it, I want an actual recorded version. Right. Well, maybe we, maybe he listens to this podcast and he'll. Yeah, in, be- in between takes as he's Dr. Savannah. That'd be awesome. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> we would love you forever. I mean, we love you for an- forever anyway, but right. <laughs> like more. <clears throat> so uh, they begin this clever plan. And this um, is where the badassery begins. Yeah, the two Galahads, uh, Eggsy and Harry. Um, and uh, they uh, hit a uh, baseball, which is actually a hand grenade. Because yeah. America, <laughs> right. I'm using that reason yeah. a lot, uh, it doesn't well, matter. The, the, the grenade <coughs> was originally created like the frag, the, the round ones. It was created to be like the same size and whatnot of a baseball because Americans knew how to throw them. Really? Yes. That's something I didn't know. Yeah. And that's why de- that's why grenades <laughs> are designed that way. Because okay. Americans know how to throw baseballs, you, but not you know, grenades. like Russian grenades and shit. They're like weird sticks. Like yeah. back in the day, yeah. you know, they designed those specifically to represent a baseball. All right. Well, that's that's something I didn't know. Mark that on the calendar, Deej. <laughs> I did not know that one. <coughs> Deej so yeah, knows why that's funny. <laughs> so this scene, man. Oh man. Uh, they just him and Harry just come in fucking guns a blazing. Yeah. Um. And we see a suitcase that is a machine gun, a guided missile launcher, and also a full body bulletproof shield. Yeah, that shit was so like pimpy. a riot shield. It was fabulous. Let's not forget the umbrella. Uh, well, the umbrella we saw. We did see the umbrella in the first movie. But yes, but making its it reappearance. Made, oh, yes. And it, it and is it a glorious, glorious comeback. Um, so the hand grenade blows up a donut, and they use a rolling giant ceramic donut as cover. <laughs> yeah, hey. As mobile cover, picking people off. Um, whatever, it works for them. Wait, wait, we forgot. Moments before all of this shit went down, the... Uh, the was it was it Angel that gets that gets killed by the dogs? Oh, we did forget that. Yeah. Oh yeah, fucking ripped in half. Right. Uh, Elton tells Poppy who he was uh, sampling the goods with, and the robotic dogs just rip Angel in half. Yeah, and then we learned that he won't. They won't attack Elton because it says friend. Yeah, d- detected important. Elton John, mm-hmm. friend. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. I love it. That shit was crazy. It was. Fucking rip that dude now. Yeah, <coughs> Bless you, sir. Um, oh, and by this time, Charlie has gotten a new arm to replace his uh, a much previous. Much more better. Yes, a much more better. She <laughs> calls it <laughs> arm. The fucking bowling ball through <laughs> a build. Like yeah, like uh, what, what what was it you were saying about that? You were sleeping at that point or nearly, and then he chucked a bowling ball through the wall, and you were like immediately awake. I was just like, what? <laughs> exactly. Um, and uh, it's Poppy calls it arm. Again, yeah, <laughs> Armageddon, dude. I love that scene. It was fabulous. <laughs> That's so funny. <clears throat> and the detail on that arm, the way uh, the way they zoomed in on it oh, and showed it, that was fabulous. Fucking fantastic in the movie. <clears throat> um, I mean, there were some points where obvious CGI is obvious, but you know what? I accept that because obvious, I almost want to say that, that obvious CGI that arm, is still fucking awesome. That arm looked like it could have been. It had to have been some parts practical. Oh yeah, yeah. There, there was no way he was moving other, properly yeah. otherwise. Um, 
So, um, yeah, uh, robotics is a thing that Poppy delves into. Uh, her uh, salon, her yeah. salon stylist is actually a robot. Yeah, she came out with guns blazing too, man. She came out with a fucking grenade launcher, yeah. like <laughs> thoom, thoom, thoom. Okay. Uh, oh, by the way, the umbrella has a thing for that. Uh, freaking electric uh, bolo thing. I'm just gonna grab this one. Ching. Okay, now I'm grabbing this one. Ching. I'm gonna wrap around the third one and land at the robot. Oh yeah, feet. that was ge- that was such a <clears throat> that accurate was, shot. I know. When I saw that, I was like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> and best best thing of all, you just turn it up and look, shield from the rubble. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's fu- we're we're two classy British gentlemen just <laughs> taking a ass. stroll, whooping ass and taking a stroll. Um, <laughs> so they finally get into the diner, and. Uh, at this point, it's kind of the last gasp for Poppy to win. Uh, oh, also, immediately before that, um, when the action starts, uh, they try and guard Elton John, and Elton John says, is it a rescue attempt? Maybe. It's like, oh, Wednesday, Wednesday! <laughs> <laughs> it was the That's what they fought to, wasn't it? Yeah, it was what they fought to, but, uh, but even the guard said, uh, shouldn't that be Saturday? What day is it today? Uh... Wednesday, exactly. Oh, that kicks their asses. <laughs> he does a flying fucking kick in this big old feather suit. I have no idea how he managed that in those fucking in, in those fucking heels. I don't know. It was uh, Elton John is fabulous, ladies and gentlemen. Elton John, my man. Kicks ass. All right. <laughs> He'll be in the kids. Um. So uh, Harry goes out, or Harry gets chased out by a robotic dog. Uh, trying to get Poppy to tell things. While the other one was charging. While the other one was charging. <laughs> left it off its charger too long. Oh. Okay, we'll be done in a minute. Almost done. Sorry, there's a cute dog here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Harry gets chased by a robotic dog while Eggsy goes after Charlie, who has taken the case, which will launch the drones and save the world! Ha ha! <laughs> right. Um... And Charlie's new arm lets Charlie put up a bit of a fight. And it's it's good, and it's awesome. And uh, then Eggsy's watch hacks the arm, and then the arm is no yeah. longer on Charlie's he's side. Like, like, hey, and oh, then man. Charlie has a bad day. <laughs> <That was funny. clears throat> like, I'm just going to hit you with this bowling ball, and then I'm going to attach you to a tree. That was so funny. <clears throat> yeah, um, he had a whole Android 16 fucking arm. It hand. was it shot out, and I like, punched him, and he'd come back, and... But it kind of was on a cable. I mean, I'm okay with that. It was still awesome. Fuck yeah, it was awesome. Um, So Harry manages to uh, lure the first dog into the bowling alley um, and is trying to escape through the hole in the wall that was mentioned earlier um, and fails. (laughs) Um, And so he's, he's being cornered on the ball return by this dog and then all of a sudden, Rocket Man! <laughs> Elton Saves John detected, friendly. It's like, it just stayed out. He ca- he's programmed not to hurt me. It's like, thank you. Picks up goes, bowling ball. Fuck you, Poppy. Oh, Slam. that scene was cool. Fuck you, Poppy. <laughs> Fuck you, Elton. Kill Elton John. And then they both took a bowling ball at the same time. Kaboom! Boom. She was pimp. <clears throat> and uh, so... <laughs> Uh, the tail end of that, uh, tail end of that scene is um, Harry uh, turning to Elton and saying, "If I save the world, can I have two tickets to your next show, <laughs> darling? If you save the world, you can have a backstage pass." 
uh, which is actually a play on the original choke from the first movie, <laughs> which uh, Princess Tildy said to Eggsy, if you save the world, we can do it in the asshole. <laughs> oh, <laughs> backstage pass. Oh, uh-huh. I like that. There you go. Um, <laughs> See, I didn't remember not much details about the first one. To that's, that's, that that's why that particular line was funny. Um, <laughs> it was I'm great. Interesting. I'm watching yeah. those again. Yeah, you need to. Um, so... Uh, while this fight is going on, Agent Whiskey, now recovered from his grievous head wound... Um, <laughs> has a fucking dope-ass F-18 fucking fighter pilot thing. Right? Uh, called the Silver Pony. Yeah. Uh, he is flying to Cambodia. And uh, Charlie has been dispatched by the time uh, this has come up. And that was a fight scene worth... That's a fight scene worth not spoiling. Go watch the movie. <laughs> um, <clears throat> just in and of itself. And right. uh, the other robotic dog got melted by molten gold. Yeah, he yeah he ended up that's how because the second one got un- got charged and attacked him. He's like, great, I have fucking another one. Like, <laughs> like okay, well, hey, look, there's this molten gold here. I'm just gonna. Yeah, that was dope. It just melted the fuck out of it. Okay, uh, so then Poppy uh, tried to uh, do the whole "I'm a lady, you're not gonna hurt me," yada yada. Um, so they shoot her full of heroin. Yeah, they just. Injected her. Yeah. Uh, Viva Las Vegan uh, was the code, and uh, they start. Uh, I kind of like that in. she wasn't badass at all. Yeah, you know she didn't fight. Like, she wasn't she was, like some super badass. Yeah, she, no, she was. She was the brains, absolutely, but she was not the brawn, which was cool. I'm glad they did. Uh, yeah, because it could have been a very typical. Made her okay. She was some fucking dope ass fighter. Well, like it was like Valentine who like literally started hurling at the single drop of blood. It's like I can't stand violence. Right. I'm the brains of the outfit, but you know what? Uh, come at me, and I'm just going to crumple. Right. Um, so so um, they, Poppy dies from ODing on heroin, even though the heroin is laced with uh, her own virus, but mm-hmm. a, an accelerated version. Um, and they got her to give her the password, give them the password with the, through her mania, her stare. They, they synthesized it to go work faster yeah. on her, too. Yeah, yeah so she hit, the, she hit the mania stage in, like... What was the password? Uh, Viva Las Vegan. Okay. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> uh, like Viva. Very ironic. Right. And she that's just fed a guy to another guy, and she's claiming to be vegan. That's why it's funny. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> that's <laughs> fucking bitch. <coughs> so I liked um, her. She did a good job. That actress. Also, uh, also, I don't believe any vegans have actually stated that uh, humans aren't vegan. But isn't mostly their argument is that animals have the same rights as humans? Well, yeah, usually, but I don't think anyone has actually come out and saying that humans have the same rights as animals, just that animals have the same rights as humans. Uh, so I don't think... I mean, who knows? Um, maybe maybe eating human flesh is, in fact, vegan. Who knows? Oh, man. Start. That'd be... Uh, vegans, if, if there are any out there listening, I'm sure there aren't, but if there are... You can eat meat. Uh, Start spreading uh, the wind Right, yeah. Uh, let us know. Is, is, in, is human meat, in fact, vegan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and if so, please don't come to my house ever. <laughs> Love and, you. And by the way, if we have any vegan listeners, stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <coughs> Go eat a steak. <coughs> wow. No, okay. I, I don't give a shit if you want to be vegan. Go fucking. It's, it's a personal decision, Lane. Just just like you and uh, you and wanting me to go back to the whole sex talk thing. It's, it's I, did, I didn't bring it up this time. He did. Yeah. Well, I mean, how's <laughs> it's happening? No, it's not. It's not happening. I'm calling you when you leave. Right? Nope. <laughs> I will block nope. your number. I will block your number, sir. Oh. Uh, I'm your best customer. 
That's part of the problem. <laughs> um, just so they're, they're just change rates. I should. That'll do it. That'll make them too expensive Price for his blood. Oh, I'm <laughs> oh, just I just got screwed out of that. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, they're about to enter this uh, this code to save the world. Yay! Saving the world. One computer monitor of time and whiskey shows up and says, "Yeah, no, don't do that." Yep. I was um, evil the whole time. Well, he's not evil. He was working I mean, for the he's, bad guy. I guess. It, no, he re- he really wasn't working he for. He had Poppy. a golden circle on him, dude, didn't he? No, he didn't. Did he not? No, he wasn't working for the golden circle. He just said, "You know what? Drug users suck." He agreed with the president. Yeah. Um. So the thing of that is, uh, his wife was uh, killed. His yeah. pregnant wife was killed by a drunk driver. By uh, a couple of meth heads that tried to knock over oh, a convenience yes, store. Yes, that's what it was. Um, so he was very upset about that. Not that I blame him. I mean, would I want revenge on all drug users? Nah, probably not. But I definitely want to see the two, the, those two in particular, burn. Right. Um, but I mean, no, I can see where he's coming from. That kind of anger can fester and, and build and just be terrible. And yeah, no, I can I can get that. Um, so then there is the epic fight between Agent Whiskey and the two Galahads. And we've already seen something akin to this, uh, between Tequila and Merlin and Eggsy. Um, and now it's just, uh, it's, it's not that anymore. It's, uh, and honestly, um, Whiskey holds his own pretty well. Oh yeah. He, uh, these, these, I mean, these... he's got, he's got two of the the single most badass British spies ever. Sorry, James Bond. You, yeah. you don't measure up. I'm no. sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <clears throat> um, so you, you've got these two badass British spies versus this one badass American spy. And the American spy actually holds his own for a little while. Well, shit. I mean, Channing Tatum already proved he beat both their asses quick. Yeah. So you know, apparently they get trained a little bit tougher. I don't know. I guess. I, guess. I don't know. Um it's all, it's all that British class holds them back. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so, Eli's like, what are you going to do? Bring out your jump rope or whatever? He's, yeah, It's a lasso. Brains, <laughs> skills, <laughs> skipping rope. <laughs> yeah, skipping uh-huh. rope. Right, I forget. They talk different. Um, so um, Agent Whiskey throws a fucking frying pan and smashes Harry in the face. Oh, it was a Eggsy dogged it. So like, cool. <laughs> oh shit! <clears throat> um, no, it was uh, that was an amazing fight. Um, also, Dude, one the way he like almost threw him into that meat grinder. Yeah, like, and that then, was so perfect. Yeah, um, with the whip and the mm-hmm. that, and that was that was good. Uh, pinpoint accuracy, uh, yep. struggling while struggling for the gun. Yeah, uh, that was pretty cool. Um, I was and like, then of wow, course, wow, when that happened, that was so crazy. Yeah, and then uh, of course, Agent Whiskey has to go in the grinder because we've already seen one person in in it so of course someone else is going in there right. the movie has to come full it, do, it does it really does <laughs> that's an excellent that's good my applause sir well done um and uh the movie ends uh on a high note uh with uh the code were the code that they got being the correct code um and everyone's saved and everyone uh is cured uh, including the princess tildy uh, which is super nice, super awesome. Yay, everyone's saved and everyone's happy. And, and Eggsy's friend gets to live after smoking crystal meth. <clears throat> uh, oh, like don't don't smoke crystal guys. meth. Don't smoke crystal meth. 
Um, Unless it's Walter White meth and it's blue and 98% pure, then go ahead. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm still saying no. It's a bad idea. Uh, those two random druggies, they were in their living room. It's like No, those were like these friends. What? Those were Eggsy's friends. They were part of oh, the birthday party. Oh, was that who that was? Yeah, that's who that was. Oh. I thought it was just two random guys they were showing. I was like, huh. Yeah, no. They, they, they had a purpose. Um, so throughout the whole movie, uh, there's you know still hope, still going on. But we didn't see some uh, characters that I thought we would see more of. Uh, Eggsy's mom. Character. Yeah, well, that too. Um, but uh, specifically uh, characters that we had seen in the previous movie. Yeah. Um, Eggsy's mom, Eggsy's little sister, that sort of thing. Um, oh, I guess it didn't really yeah. Well, he's an adult. Was on his own. Yeah, but it, so, yeah, he was. Yeah. You know, that was a that was a pretty important part of his life just a year ago, and we didn't see any of them. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> um. So, uh, yeah, everyone's cured and everyone's saved, and the president gets uh, impeached and uh, presumably put in jail for a very yeah, very long time. Yeah, because he just uh, tried to kill the entire. Yeah, literally, literally everyone that does drugs can go die. I'm just gonna sit back and watch it, it happen. It says here in the Ironmath, Fox has the president impeached for conspiring to commit genocide. Yeah, on the drug victims. Yeah, that just about. Uh, he he willfully sanctioned the death of millions of American citizens and millions of people worldwide. Um, yeah, that's not not cool, man. And then not Champagne cool. announces that they have a they open a distillery in Scotland. Yeah. To help rebuild Kingsman. Yep. Uh, they have, their so, resources are mad or crazy. Yeah, right. Um, so Kingsman gets rebuilt. Uh, Kingsman and Statesman are now uh, closer bonded, right. working together side by side. Um, Halle Berry ends up being promoted to Agent Whiskey. Yes. Because uh, the old Agent Whiskey is dead. and They wanted one of the Galahads because there can't be two Galahads. But. Yeah. Because that's just fucking confusing. <laughs> Thank you, Channing Tatum. Thank you. You're, you're a peach. We love you to death. I'll, like, I'll no, keep keep being silent. You're you're perfect just the way you are in silence. Thank you. And then um, I guess to finish off the movie. <clears throat> yeah. So um. And uh, then Exy gets married, and Elton John is just in the church going, "Yeah!" Because Elton John. Right. <clears throat> um, right. and then to finish out the movie, we see Agent Tequila in London at the Kingsman Taylor shop dope ass suit fucking bowler cap and, and suit and, and shoes and I was like oh man dude that just opens up for the third movie to be fucking it awesome. really does I hope it I hope it's amazing do you think there's gonna be another do you think it's just Kingsman and Statesman um well Plainsman in Africa <laughs> there you go there you go uh <clears throat> yeah I think those are gonna be the only two organizations um there, there might be a Frenchman. Chinese? <laughs> there's, I guarantee there's an Asian. <clears throat> well, of course there's an Asian independent intelligence agency, but no one's listening to them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I, I mean, I'm sure if, if they, they don't bring go up against a story. bunch of ninja in the next one. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm just, All right, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's uh, Kingsman the Golden Circle. It's fantastic. Uh, it really was. Uh, it was a roller coaster ride. There was never, there was never anything that, that I would call a dull moment no, in it. Absolutely not. Uh, everything they were doing was always relevant or emotional. There were, it wasn't all action all the time, but it was always relevant and emotional and connecting. Yeah, and the comedy and was appropriate. It was not. I'm not saying like appropriate jokes, but it was for. It was appropriately done. Like, yeah, it wasn't it, like too much. It was comedy done right. Yeah, like, like um, like with Justice League, Batman doing all those jokes, fucking stupid. Batman didn't crack jokes. 
thought that was the Flash's shtick. Exactly. But then they had fucking Bruce Wayne crack so many jokes it doesn't look stupid. Yeah, like, uh, a lot of movies are trying to be uh, a little too comedy these days. Yeah, it's... But, like, that... I, I think on the last three episodes I've mentioned that in some yeah. way. Oh. Dwayne Johnson's gonna be the villain for the next one. Really? What? That's what this says. Oh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. As a villain, though. That'd be interesting to see that. Well, he's going to be uh, Black Adam. Oh, yeah. Another yeah, villain. That's, that's true. Dwayne Johnson, Kingsman 3. That's going to be interesting. I always love watching him kick ass, dude. And then, <clears throat> in a movie like this, yeah, where they fight like that. Because that yeah, I loved awesome. watching him fight Jason Statham in the fucking Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah. That shit was so cool. People can say what they want about the Asian John Wick. Dude, I saw this earlier, man. <laughs> And it's one of the dopest things I've ever seen. Is it gonna? Is it real? It's not John Wick. It's just called Reborn, whatever it is. But you, you have to see this trailer. I'll watch it. Yeah, you have to see it. We won't watch it right now. But, <laughs> but yeah, it. I don't. Good shit. Should yeah. we rate it? Yeah. I mean, I I feel like it's gonna be tens across the board. I don't know. I I'll give it a nine point five just for things I can't think of. Just for things you can't think there's of. There's probably okay. some problems with it. You know, there's always problems <clears throat> with movies. Right. It was close to perfect. Like, um, you know what? I I want to give it a ten, but ha- having seen it three times now, yeah, you're, you're going to be able to pick out. <clears throat> um, there were some there were some things that were kind of obvious, um, story wise going in. Right. Um, some things that it's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit of cliche. Not that that's a bad thing. Cliche right. cliche can work. Um, but this is, eh, there, there are some, there are certain bits, certain plot holes that I, I feel could have been fleshed out a little more. Um, the movie moves along pretty quickly. Yeah. And there were some, there were some cringe moments. Uh, Kingsman is crumpets like toast, but British, uh, that was cringeworthy for me. That wasn't really funny or yeah. adorable. Yeah. That was like, ugh, that's... Uh, you made that joke, really? Like, seriously? <laughs> uh, no, just call them toast. It's fine. Um. But there, there are moments in the movie that have a little bit... You get a little bit of education. Like, you know, no, I'm sure not that many people knew what alcohol proofing was. Yeah, I mean, that was... Or things like what you've cool. told that me at accurate. work a million times about whiskey with yeah. an E. Versus yeah, uh, that that's really that was a bit of culture there. That was nice. Was it this movie that they mentioned that it's brown because of the barrels? It's cl- that wasn't this movie. Was it? No, that I watched no. something recently that they it brought, that was brought up to say it's clearer when it's when it's made, but it's brown because that was of the from barrels. Shameless. Was it? Yeah, yeah I just watched it okay. last night. Okay, okay. Um, so all, all things considered, all things being equal, uh, I'm I'm gonna give it a nine point seven five. Because even with the mistakes, it is as close to perfect as I've ever seen. Yeah. There was never a dull moment. The movie pacing was perfect. Like it's the definition of what a good movie is. Exactly. Beginning to end. Yeah. 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 It's got that rewatchability factor. It really does. Well, clearly. Like the, yeah. yeah. Well, well I, I just recently watched it a third time uh, this past week. Mm-hmm. And even then, I'm, like, I'm noticing things. Like, just things that I did not notice before and it's like boom oh hey I didn't notice that oh that explains that oh god it's fabulous sorry I turned uh, I don't know gibberish there I highly recommend the movie oh yeah absolutely watch them both if you haven't seen the first one in a while that's what I should have done we should have watched the first one yeah recently because I I don't remember a lot of the minor details and shit yeah Uh, there there were a lot of awesome moments in the first one like I, I still watch the first one yeah uh, because the first one was just so freaking yeah, awesome. I've only seen it once. I can't believe it. 
for how good it was, I that's a movie I would easily be able to watch multiple times, both of them. Yeah, yeah we both we both have access to them indefinitely. Yeah, so I mean, I guess that wraps up Kingsman. Uh, yeah, next, next week. week. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, next week we should be doing Arrowverse premieres, Black Lightning, uh, Flash, Supergirl, Legends. No, not Legends. Arrow. Arrow. Legends won't be back till February. <sighs> yeah, disappointment. I'm not. <laughs> the mid-season finale is garbage. Oh yeah, but the end opened it up for a great possibility. That shit. Oh yeah, that shit was cool. So this, the next, of the, the rest of the season could potentially be awesome. Yeah, I am excited to see that. I lied. Black Lightning, though, I can't wait to watch that. Yeah. It's gonna be awesome. Actually, that's the first. the first episode. Yes. Just another show to attack on. But yeah. So until next time, guys, we'll catch you later. <laughs> thank you, Theo Whipple. Yes, thank you, Theo. Uh, always happy to help, guys. Oh. <laughs>